Hello, friends, and welcome to More Than Gold, a podcast that rejoices in three very important truths. You are precious. You are of value. You are worth more than gold. My name is Sonia DeClerc, and I'm your host for the show. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for joining in. When we experience tragedy, it forever changes us. And our entire community has been affected by this recent event. There are so many people grieving and mourning this excruciating loss. Holly, as the mother of Weston who passed away in this accident, you stand as a beacon of light and strength to so many. You are one of my dearest friends, and my heart has ached every step of the way with you. But I have observed a remarkable strength within you. I have caught glimpses of your inner strength, faith, and resiliency. Holly, thank you for being on today's episode. I now want to give you the space to share your story as you feel comfortable. Um, I guess I'll just start from the beginning. Um, Weston was in a car accident on Friday, October 8th. He was in a car with... um, five of his friends and they were coming home from West Edmonton Mall. The driver was driving fast and um, had went through a stop sign and um, went onto a gravel road and the the car rolled about six or seven times and in that Weston was thrown and um, I'm told that he he died um, Shortly after, um, he was had already passed by the time the ambulance had got there. Um, so that happened maybe around 10.30 or 11. Um, my husband was looking for him. I was in bed asleep and I didn't know he was missing, but Mike was looking for him. He wasn't answering his phone, which was unusual, and he wasn't home when he said he was going to be home. Um, my oldest son, Benson, had tried to reach out to him, too, with no answer. Uh, about 1.30, Mike decided that there wasn't much he could do, and he decided to go to bed. And Benson um, went down south with Lucy and Erickson because my niece was getting married the next day. Um, at 2, Mike woke me up told me I needed to get dressed because the police were at the the front door. I knew in my heart that something was wrong, really wrong. Holly, I love you so much. If this is too hard, we will stop. No, it's okay. (sighs) Just speak your heart and let the words heal. So, um, I knew right away that Weston was gone without them even telling me. I just felt it. Struggled to get dressed. I came to the the living room and sat down. And they told us that uh, there had been a car accident and that two boys had passed and three had made it. Weston was one that, that didn't make it. Um, 
it was a shock. Uh, it's all a bit of a blur. So Mike called the kids that were on their way down to Strathmore and told them they needed to come home. And they came home and... I told them what happened. I think this was the hardest part. <laughs> to watch those kids weep <laughs> for their brother. <laughs> we hugged and cried. <laughs> Mike went with Benson to the city to pick up Sadie. She's living in Edmonton. They didn't want to make the phone call. They just went, went and got her. Mm. So Mike and Benz went and picked her up and told her when they got there. Um, oh, then um, I just stayed up trying to process it all. Um, I never, ever felt lonely. I don't know how that works, but I never did. A miracle. Yeah. Yeah. I I was okay. Um, the more time went on, the more warmth and peace that I felt. Can you describe what that warmth and peace felt like? I don't remember it, like, hitting me hard. It was just always present and always there. Um, I think after the first initial, like, acceptance and shock wore off, it was just replaced with this peace. Mm -hmm. I wasn't in a rush to do anything. Mm -hmm. um, I was, my mind did not spin. <laughs> I didn't go to a place of anger. Mm -hmm. um, I have never gone to a place of anger. You talked about forgiveness, and I've never had to forgive because I never felt like there was anything to forgive. I just want to acknowledge how miraculous that is because that is something that literally can destroy an individual. Um, I really believe that healing is not possible if there is any resentment or grudges that are held. And so that is one of the things that I've watched in awe of you as because I've never seen an instance of bitterness or why me, why this? And um, I don't know any other woman in the world who has that inner strength that you have. I've never had that thought, why me? Never, not once. I don't know why, but I just know that it's okay that there's a plan. Um, I feel like I was super blessed to have Weston in my life. I feel like the peace and the love and the strength that I was blessed with after the accident, it's really easy for me just to keep loving. Mm -hmm. um, it's easy for me to approach everything with that love because I'm so full of God's love. I don't mm -hmm. know if that makes sense, but um, after Weston passed, I knew that 
um, I knew who had survived and I knew how I could reach out to Ben's mom and I just needed to know that he was okay. So yeah. maybe three or four hours after he passed, I, I reached out to Ben's mom because I just wanted to make sure that he was okay. Then I was also able to, to go see Ben in the hospital and to mm-hmm. hug him and to love him. And, oh. and that was healing as well. Yeah. Um, honestly, Sling, I don't know why I have so much understanding around it. I don't know. Uh, I don't know why I've been blessed with this, this strength that isn't mine, mm-hmm. I feel like. I really feel understood mm-hmm. and I feel loved and I feel like if I just allow, like allow God's love in and if I'm willing to, I guess, pay that forward and continue to love other people around me, that's what feels best to me. Mm-hmm. So... um. I, I feel like it was an accident. Nothing was done on purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, anyone could have been driving that day. And so for me, there was never any uh, forgiveness required. Um, I've been able to talk to Trace quite a bit. Yeah. And, and what feels best to me is to love him. And support I, I him. love that. And love is always less painful than any other reaction. Well, <laughs> yeah. I think about like any problem I've ever had yeah. in my life, any big problem I've ever had has always, any little problem too, mm-hmm. has always been solved by love. Mm-hmm. So... um I had figured that out already, like mm-hmm. before the accident. Yeah. Um, I And so for me, it was just, it just happened. I'm not anything special. But uh, I'm just... going to interject <laughs> there because Holly, you are one in a million. You are something that is extraordinary. So please do not ever say I'm not anything special ever again. I don't mean it like that. I know. I know that I'm not alone. Mm-hmm. And I know that my strength and power and understanding isn't my own. And it's it's a blessing and mm-hmm. it's been a miracle, a definite miracle. Um, so that's what I mean. It's not, it's not something that I'm just privileged to have. Like anyone okay. can have that. Yeah. Anyone can have that if they allow it. So... I really like that you said that if they allow it, because that is the condition. It's there, like you said, for anyone. But you have to allow it and let it take hold of your life. And Well, and I think sometimes you have to choose it. You have to choose it, yeah. Yeah. So sometimes it's it's more of a conscious decision, mm-hmm. like... Um, and you have to be still. I think mm-hmm. that's huge. Like I think for me, um, because the accident was so tragic, mm-hmm. and 
you know, your whole life is uprooted and changed. Everything stops. Mm -hmm. And all you have to do is survive. Mm -hmm. Like, all I had to do is eat and try to sleep Mm -hmm. (laughs) and just get through. So when you're doing that, it's really easy to find stillness and moments where you find yourself um, closer to God. Mm -hmm. Like, that that's how it was for me. There was, there was some things to do that I needed to prepare for, but I didn't have a feeling of urgency. I just knew it would be taken care of. Mm-hmm. And um, that's what I mean when I say like I experienced a miracle that yeah. week because I wasn't, I wasn't in overwhelm. I, I just knew it would be okay. So, yeah. <laughs> and as a friend watching, I just uh, stand in awe because um, everything that you're describing, I know, is 100% authentic. You are not faking anything. You are genuine and the love is real and your peace is real. And um, so I guess my question to you is, how can you help those who are struggling with dealing with this loss. Like Mm -hmm. the community is just aching. Mm -hmm. Families are aching. Um, So you are this beautiful pillar of light and strength amidst all of this. What advice do you have for for people who are really struggling to cope with with this accident? Right. Um, I think one thing that has helped me is, like I've said, taking the time to be still. Mm -hmm. And to block everything out. So that means no phone, um, (laughs) no distractions, Mm -hmm. um, whether it's like going for a walk in nature, whether it's meditation or prayer. Um, I like to listen to music and Mm -hmm. podcasts and Mm -hmm. books. And I'm just getting back into that now again. But I just needed stillness and I needed... um, to calm my mind Mm -hmm. and be able to receive answers and inspiration and direction. Mm -hmm. Um, And that can come in different ways as well, right? Like that can, that can come um, when you are listening to good uplifting music. That is one thing that has been huge for me is listening to peaceful music good um we can relate on that way that that is music speaks to my soul in ways that nothing else can yeah so if I'm feeling a little overwhelmed or anxious or whatever um I'll listen to music I watch the funeral a lot Mm -hmm. it's helpful for me it provide does it help provide a sense of closure Um, or comfort how is that how is it helpful well um I think it was a really special day. <laughs> it was. I have never experienced anything like that, Holly. Yeah. Uh, There's a lot of love in that room. Yeah. Um, so the, I guess the things that help are, well, the music to that day. For and You have a big, a big role in that. Um, I like to hear, like, Mike speak mm-hmm. and share his experiences. I never really can hear those those stories enough of love. Mm-hmm. So I guess that would apply to anyone that's struggling. Mm, um, that's think of those moments in your life 
where that love has been present, mm-hmm. whether it was with Weston or whether it was with one of the pitchers or whether it was with someone that you loved, mm-hmm. like focusing on those moments that really, really matter. So that's been really helpful for me. Yeah. Um, it's okay that I don't get to have those physically with Weston anymore. I had lots of really awesome ones. <sighs> so I would just say really just focus on relationships and, mm-hmm. and love in your life and all the goodness that it brings. Um, one thing that I've found really helpful is with that in mind, just making plans to be with the kids mm-hmm. um, or uh, be with close friends where I feel comfortable enough to express, but also feel like it's okay for me to be okay. Like, absolutely, it's okay for me to go out for dinner with my friends and for yeah. us to laugh yeah. and play and joke around. And then it's okay for us to cry too. Exactly. So I think um, just recognizing that um, I know, I know Weston wants us to be happy. I think, you know, that was the biggest thing that he taught me the most was mm-hmm. that it was really important for him that the people that he loved were happy mm-hmm. and that um, he doesn't want us, he doesn't want us to to focus on the accident. He doesn't want us to focus on death. He doesn't want us to focus on sadness. He wants us, he wants us to be happy. And so the other thing about Weston is love. He loved, he loved some people in his life so hard. And I think if we focus on love Mm -hmm. and moments and goodness, that that's our way through. That's a remarkable um, insight that you have there. And it's so true. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, like I have so many fond memories of Mm Weston. My first memory of Weston was our first time at church. It was a Aston testimony (laughs) meeting. And he got up and spoke. And I was like, who is this kid? He's like, what, maybe like six or seven. And he, he spoke like... He <laughs> had the wisdom of a 70-year-old man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but th- there are just so many times where, um, yeah, your whole family has been a blessing in our lives. And there is an exceptional amount of love that I see in your family, just in it, the way that you, um, the family activities. It's always fun times at the Pitcher mm-hmm. House, like my kids. Mm-hmm. Um <sighs> That we love you guys like family, and Thanks. you are a very remarkable family. Thank you. I guess the other question that I have for you is, uh, and maybe it's more of a statement, um, I would imagine that you would draw a lot of strength from the knowledge that your family is forever. That This, this isn't the end. It's just a temporary separation that the day will come when you will see and be able to embrace Weston again. Mm-hmm. And and so what does that feel like for you? Um, I know that my relationship with Weston is not over. Mm-hmm. Part of my peace um, 
has come from just knowing that he's been there. Mm-hmm. Um, I know he's where he's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And I know he's at peace and I know he's happy. So super helpful for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know exactly what that looks like. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. I don't need to know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know he's... I don't think anything just happens by coincidence. I think that there's a purpose with everything that happens. And mm-hmm. I was watching a video that Mike took when Benson came home from his mission. And I remember those feelings that I felt when it had been two years since I had been with Benson. Mm-hmm. And my initial reaction was just like, best day ever. <laughs> this uh-huh. is the best day ever. And I yeah. thought, holy smokes, what's that going to be like? Oh, my goodness. When I see Preston again. Yeah. So I can only imagine <laughs> that it's going to be... Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. And that's the principle that I found in life, that there are equal and opposite reactions to everything that we experience in life. So the pain of this temporary separation is there's going to be an equal counterpart of joy and happiness. And that's just what you described with your experience with Benson. So Oh my goodness, you you hit the nail on the head with that one. That th- yeah. when the day comes, it's going to be unlike anything you can imagine. And I think too, like even now, like um, it's not like Heavenly Father said, here you go, Holly, I'm taking your son away. Mm-hmm. Like, good luck. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. he's, he's counteracted that yeah. with all kinds of... Um, supports mm-hmm. and love here on earth like our family has been so 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 loved and supported mm-hmm. and um lots of people in the community doing really special amazing things that have really made a difference for us do you mind sharing some of those things that have been <laughs> yeah. done in the community i don't even know where to start oh my um, i have a list yeah and the list i mean it's just page after page after wow. page. Yeah. So, um, oh, they did a food drive for Weston mm-hmm. at one of the schools. Um, they've they've done a bench for Weston that people have signed and and put like sweet little notes on that that they're going to give to us. Mm-hmm. Um, they finished. Weston's half pipe. So I remember which, that. Yeah. Which honestly has been such a gift to yeah. us. Um Erickson <laughs> was stuck at home after for a good well he got COVID. So he was stuck at home for four weeks and that the half pipe has been so therapeutic for him. Mm-hmm. And it's been really awesome to see. Uh, he's been out there with Briggs and it's yeah. really cool. I think building and finishing that half pipe has been therapeutic for so many people. I remember uh, the young men and and Nathan and everybody 
going out there and helping. And then um, the day of the funeral, when when we were at your house, mm -hmm. um, just watching the boys mm -hmm. gather, like it was just like a magnet. Yeah. And um, <laughs> Weston wanted that vanish yeah. so bad. Yeah. And the fact that it was finished, I mean, showed so much love to us. But mm -hmm. I don't know if they realize what a gift that was. I think that has helped Erickson process. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. helped Benson process. It's helped me. I get to look outside. And, yeah. And it's like, like the last gift that Weston left us. Yeah. And it would seriously make him so happy. Uh. So, I mean... That's pretty cool. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So what else? I mean, we've, I'm where there's still a steady flow of baking mm -hmm. and kindness. There's people that have scrapbooked and journaled and mm -hmm. that are making memory books and um, sharing memories and texts. And, oh, I just, there's so much that so many people have given and, and shown love to us. Like, I know I, I would miss it, but we're still being fed. <laughs> we're still getting meals. And um, just I'm trying to think of like some of the – I had one friend who bought me a necklace with like Weston's uh, initial on uh -huh. it. So that's pretty special. Yeah, I get to put that on every day and that's, yeah. that's really cool. means a lot. Yeah. Um, I would just say like – the overall care and concern that mm -hmm. we feel on a consistent basis. People really um, wanting to understand and support mm -hmm. and and reaching out. Um, it's made a big difference. Mm -hmm. It really does. Um, it's easier to go through. It, it has lifted our burden and helped yeah. us. Um, it's been amazing. And I think like um, the good that has come from this accident like, mm -hmm. I feel um, I feel it in the community I feel it when I go to the school and talk to the teachers I feel it when yeah. we've had to go pick up Weston's belongings and I just feel like it's kind of given us a reset mm -hmm. to what really matters yeah but it's love. Exactly. That's a consistent theme that you have brought up throughout this entire episode is love. And I think that that's what feels the best. Mm -hmm. And that that's what we should do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Holly, thank you so much for your... Okay. Your vulnerability, your bravery. Um you're you're exceptional and so i just really want to thank you for for being on this episode mm -hmm. and and sharing all that you have um one more thing yeah for sure i was just thinking about when you uh i'm not ready for it to be over okay like, so <laughs> there's just one one point that i think has been really helpful for me and um help me get through this yeah. And I think would help other people too. And that's gratitude. Mm. Like I feel mm -hmm. like if I can focus on um, 
all the good things yeah. that that Weston brought into my life, but all the good things that are still coming into my life. Yeah. And uh, really focus on being grateful and and sharing that gratitude as well. Um, I just feel like that's another way through. Mm-hmm. So uh, when people are struggling, it's, mm-hmm. it's easy to get caught up in that like negative mind loop of like, yeah. poor me, yeah. this is hard. Um, and yes, I get it. There's hard things. Mm-hmm. I really, I get that. But after we felt that, that hard thing, whether like, I'm not saying that we need to just put on a happy face because that's not what no. I'm saying at all. Yeah. If we need to process and be sad, let's do that. Mm-hmm. Let's cry. Let's feel it. Mm-hmm. Let's not ignore it. Let's not shove it down. Let's, yeah. let's feel it. Um, but then after, choose um, to be grateful. That is powerful. That really is. It's really what helps. Yeah. Like, uh, it helps me in lots of different ways, yeah. in lots of different aspects of my life. But especially with this, mm-hmm. with this last um, challenge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think if we can just focus on all the ways that that God has blessed my life. Because mm-hmm. um, there's still so much to be grateful for. And I'm so grateful that you have that perspective. Me too. <laughs> oh. I am. I don't know if I, I don't know. I feel like it's a miracle and a yeah. blessing. I don't know how to explain yeah. that. But the other thing that I have come to learn from my own personal trials and, and struggles is that it creates a deeper sense of empathy and understanding, which then enables me to reach out and comfort and help and serve others in a way Mm -hmm. that I never would have been able to had I not experienced that pain and sorrow. Mm -hmm. And so is that something that you're recognizing in yourself? And and if so, um, how... And I, I, the reason I brought that like up is recognizing because that I, I have do that for other people, or that. that other people and are doing so that. So I me. was astonished at, like, are right. are you at the point where where you feel like you are able to comfort other people, or? Yeah, so interesting. Yeah, I feel like I've been comforting other people since day one. <laughs> and I, I, the reason I brought that up is because I have personally witnessed that. Yeah, and so I was astonished at your ability to reach out to others right away. And so, <sighs> keep going. Yeah, so I, d- I don't know how that worked. I can't really explain it. Mm-hmm. All I knew is that that's what felt best for me. Yeah. Um. And I don't think, <laughs> this sounds so crazy, but I don't think I've said I love you more ever in my entire life. Yeah. And I don't think I've felt that love yeah. um, ever that much for other people. Mm-hmm. But uh, lots of people um, wanting to to come and show their support and I just wanted to love them. Mm-hmm. Like I just, I wanted to hug them mm-hmm. and I wanted to tell them that I love them. Yeah. And I think that was healing for me. Mm-hmm. It was, it was the best. I don't know. It. I don't know what it looks like for other people when they're yeah. going through that. But I know for me, that was my natural response yeah. was to love other people. Mm-hmm. And that felt the best. So it wasn't, I didn't feel it was, 
like it was forced or something I had it's to do. Just it was of just, you. I felt like I needed to express it. Yeah. Um, when, when I'm an, another person knocked at the door or mm-hmm. um, when someone came to, to give their condolences, it was just a really natural reaction. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, well, I know I've known um, that I needed to share that I was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I needed to share that I was at peace, mm-hmm. that I understood. I needed to share that I felt God's love so strongly. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know why I was chosen to experience that miracle. I knew very strongly that I needed to be courageous enough to let people know that I was at peace Mm -hmm. and that everything was okay. Mm -hmm. And I think um, doing that helped me to heal Mm -hmm. and it helps others to heal as well. I think that I was just, I guess, shown a better way. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why I was that privileged. feel like I needed to share that mm-hmm. um yeah <laughs> oh yeah I just stand in awe of you my friend so um you're remarkable <laughs> and you are a source of strength to so many and uh, one thing that I, I really appreciate with with what you shared was um sometimes people feel that um, they maybe feel guilty in in letting themselves experience moments of happiness and joy, like they're they're somehow dishonoring the memory of of the one that passed away. Like in this instance, it was Weston, and I. That's so far from the truth. Um, the best way to honor and remember Weston is to celebrate his life and the joys and those special moments that you hold so sacred and dear to you. And um, like you said earlier, Weston does not want you to be sad. Mm-hmm. I, of all people, he feels that so deeply. It, he wants joy and peace and happiness for anyone who knew and loved him. And, and so I really... I'm so grateful that you are at a point of recognition where you can allow yourself to feel those moments mm-hmm. of joy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, I don't know, when you're the mom of the son that passed away, mm-hmm. there's something about it that just gives you permission to feel whatever mm-hmm. you need to feel. Yeah. And you don't really have to explain anything. I think grief looks different for everybody. Yeah. And um, no one needs to judge Mm-mm. how someone goes through grief. It's going to look different for me. Mm-hmm. It's going to look different for you. Um, I always get the comment, like, I can't believe how strong you are. And I would have, if you would have told me six months ago, Sonia, that mm-hmm. I was going to lose a child. Mm-hmm. I would have thought that I was the one that would be like stuck in bed, mm-hmm. not able to get out. Maybe I would need to be sedated for the funeral. Mm. Like I honestly didn't know um, how I would 
would have responded mm-hmm. to that. You just think that's my greatest fear. Yeah. And if that happened, then I wouldn't be able to live. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it happens, you don't realize how strong you are. Mm-hmm. And you don't realize um, the strength that you can receive. Wow. Yeah. So... Um, it's easy for someone to say, I could never do that. But they don't know because yeah. they've never been through that. Yeah. So um, I I know, like, I just know that I have God's power and God's strength. Mm-hmm. I know that's so bold to say, I'm still Holly. Mm-hmm. I still laugh. I still have fun. Still go to basketball games. I still go to basketball <laughs> games. And I'm excited to go to more. Uh-huh. Um I still do all the things that I love. Mm-hmm. I, I spend a little more time with self-care. Mm-hmm. Which is um, so important. Yeah. So I make sure that's happening. And I cry more for sure. Mm-hmm. And I have lots of moments where where I'm sad. Mm-hmm. But I allow them and then I allow myself the opportunity to be happy too. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Once again, that word allow <laughs> is so important because we do have more um, power than than we often recognize. Mm-hmm. And, and so when we allow the good in our lives and mm-hmm. we don't criticize for accepting things that we don't think we should experience, mm-hmm. then um, it just, it results in peace. Well, and I think too, like, if I'm being really honest, mm-hmm. this challenge trial struggle has made me so much stronger mm-hmm. um, and will allow me to help others mm-hmm. and and um, it already has like I know that I have a role in helping other the boys that were in the accident to heal I know mm-hmm. that and that feels good that's healing for me yeah. and um it's a strength to them and it's a strength to me to be able to have those relationships and friendships yeah. with with them as we heal together. I think just being willing to listen to the direction that we get. Yeah. And then having the bravery to follow. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think I've had to be pretty bold with with my expressions. Yeah. Uh, it's not necessarily natural for me. But like you had mentioned, you know, when Weston was a little boy— he was bold and courageous yeah. when it came to to sharing his feelings yeah. and and his relationship with God. And I think I need to be better at that. And if that's one of the lessons that or one of the ways that I could grow and get stronger and better um, through this accident, I think that's happened too. Mm-hmm. I feel like um, I feel like I have. Um, I guess more of a desire to share. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I guess the ability I didn't have before. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Well, you you have been through the refiner's fire. And what I see is pure gold. That is radiant and beautiful. And uh, your worth and value is beyond anything of this world. And so I hope that you recognize that. Um, So I'm going to close with 
the question that I, I ask all of my, my guests. And that would be, um, what advice and words of encouragement do you have to somebody who may be struggling to feel of worth and value? Um, I think if I was to give any advice or encouragement with someone that was struggling would be to just take baby steps, mm. just small little steps towards something that feels better. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, that would look something like being aware of what you're thinking mm-hmm. and um, and finding a way to change those thoughts in a way that is believable to you. So if you're struggling with worth or fear mm-hmm. or um, discouragement, find a way to to tweak a little of your thoughts that are cl- that that would make them closer to love, love for yourself. Okay. So we've talked a lot about love. Love, yeah. And I think sometimes the hardest person to love Mm. is ourselves. I can't agree with you more. Yeah. And I think, you know, we we spend a lot of time judging ourselves. Yeah. (laughs) So I think we need to let go of that judgment. And we need to focus on the love that our Heavenly Father has for us, Mm -hmm. that our Savior has for us, Mm -hmm. and look for ways that we can love ourselves. And if we need new thoughts, then we pray about, hey, Heavenly Father, what's my next thought? Mm -hmm. What thought do I need to focus on? Mm -hmm. And um, I think it's a gradual thing. It's not going to happen overnight. I wish it would. Yeah. But I think it's focusing our thoughts and turning into love in all the ways that people show us love, in all the ways that we feel God's love, and in all the ways that we can love. Because when we love, we feel so much better. Like that, exactly. like I've, I see that over and over again, especially lately. Like, um, and then it just kind of compounds. And mm-hmm. then you throw some gratitude on top of that uh-huh. love and it feels even better. <laughs> uh-huh. So I've experienced it. I yeah. really have. Yeah. So that was a pretty <laughs> roundabout way to answer your question, Sonia. No, it was a perfect but. way to answer the question. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you, Holly. Yeah. This has been a really <laughs> special episode, and uh, I'm so grateful for you. And I am grateful for you, too. <laughs> so grateful for your love and friendship in my life. And I get, I'm, I just get to have song in my life, and I'm so grateful for that. <laughs> well, I get Holly, so <laughs> it's, it's uh, mutual. Yeah. Good. I love you, Sonia. <laughs> I love you, too, Holly. <laughs>